Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you along and um, as always, I always appreciate your time listening to the, the wisdom and the lessons that we impart and share. So welcome back. It's a new year and this year we're going to have um, a fantastic year. We're going to have tons and tons of information to share and I really really look forward to it so uh, let's crack on and um, this particular episode is number 12 in the series on Leo Tolstoy's coaching wisdom so it's actually the last one and I'm really pleased um, to have been able to share these with you I'm absolutely chuffed that we've got through all of them and this is the, the 12th and the last one in the series so we're going to crack on with all this beautiful wisdom that Leo Tolstoy left us with and which we've been able to apply to the world of, of coaching. And as I say many times, look, whether you're a football coach, uh, whether you work in the senior game or you work in youth development or you're a sports coach, you're grassroots or you're a professional or you're a business leader, or you are a family person, or you're all three or all four, or you are self-employed, or whatever it is. These lessons are universal, and the principles that are in these lessons can be applied to every walk of life, in my opinion. It's just that this particular niche is obviously leader, manager, coach. It's, it's, there's an awful lot of focus on on football and the development of players so that's why we we take that angle but um you know you can apply this wisdom to absolutely every walk of life so let's crack on with it and let's look at this beautiful book the last the last part of it the last chapter in leo tolstoy's coaching wisdom episode 12 okay number one he implores us as influencers and people who impact other people to live our lives particularly our working lives as an art form you know it's so easy isn't it to turn up at work to turn up at your place of employment and to go through the motions how many of us have done that i can hold my hand up and say that i've gone through the motions many many times when there's been that feeling of i can't quite get to that place of inspiration there's a, a lack of enthusiasm and it feels like you just want to get through the day. How many people out there can relate to that? Well, anybody who is actually inspired, anybody who's living life where it really counts at the cutting edge. Of course, we have days like that. Of course, all of us experience that, you know, life isn't going to be Christmas every day. And I think a lot of the the mental health issues that people suffer from in their 
in, in the first world are to do with the fact that we're not but with the media teaches us that everything should be hunky-dory and star-spangled and beautiful and amazing every day. And when the reality doesn't live up to that, then we can feel a little bit hard done to. Um, but that doesn't take away the fact that if we are doing what it is we love and if, it, if we are in the arena at the right place at the right time with our thought processes on track, we will be living our lives as an art form. And that just means being interested in what you're doing, wanting to make the best that you can possibly make of the day and of the situation so that when you close the book at night time and you put your head on the pillow, you can say, do you know what? Today's, today's been a good one. It might not have turned out that way, but it's been a good one from the fact that what I've put into it and I've done my very, very best. So when you are a coach, when you are an influencer, when you have people that look up to you, you know, have it in the back of your mind that uh, you're going to make today the, the very best you can. And, and Leo Tolstoy talks about having your life as an art form. Okay, number two, study. And when you live your life, make sure that if you don't have a successful day in your own terms, you learn something. You know, somebody said in the world of business, you either earn or you learn. And if you don't earn, then make sure you learn. And I'm sure there are many people out there who will tell us that their greatest lessons came at a great cost when they made a mistake or they trusted somebody or they went down a path that they thought was the right thing to do at the time and it turned out not to give them the result that they wanted. And Leo Tolstoy implores us to make sure that our lives are about learning so that every day, and you know, this is a great thing to do. It's a great habit to get into, particularly if you do journal and if you don't journal and you don't write things down which you can find very, very therapeutic and it helps to get your thought processes in order. And there's a great many thinkers out there who believe that actually journaling is a real, a real positive thing to do in your life in terms of a proactive, creative thing. And there are statistics, and again, I can't quote the studies, but there are statistics out there that say that the individuals who hit their goals more often than not, always, always, always write them down. So if you're not writing them down, you're actually missing a trick. There seems to be something in the actual process of the writing that makes a difference. But even if you're not writing them down, it's a great habit to get into, to actually review your day. Some, some of the great thinkers in the world, some of the great leaders in the world used to do that. I think Abraham Lincoln used to do that and used to review his day at the end and say, right, this is what happened and this is what I would have done if I had the time differently. And imagine having 365 lessons that were actually free to you that you learnt every single year. I think the next year is bound to be a little bit more of a happier and a successful one than the previous one. And Tolstoy implores us to do the same. You know, all those coaching sessions that we put on and all those communications that we do that don't quite turn out the way we want, let's make sure that we learn something from them the next point and this this is a real real good run make sure that you look deeply and listen deeply in your quest and in your work now some of us work where we need to communicate and how much of communication is actually 
talking and how much is listening. I think there's a great many people out there who say that we need, we have two ears and one mouth and we need to use them in that ratio. Now, I'm not saying that communication isn't about writing things down and passing those on to other people, whether that's an email or it's actually talking directly to them, but there's a great deal to be said for listening deeply to people. And the wonderful book that's not long come out by uh, David and Keith Mayer, Goldust for Coaches. Keith's been on the podcast and is an eminent coach and a great human being who, in my humble opinion, has a, a deep understanding of life. He's been coaching for many, many years and decades. And you don't do that without gaining some kind of wisdom and insight and so much of it comes out in the book and this particular piece of Tolstoy that listen deeply and look deeply resonated with very much some of the things that Keith and David wrote in their book where they talk about communication and the power of communication have you ever found yourself either in a state of boredom or thinking about something else when somebody is communicating to you uh, well, maybe what we need to do in those situations is actually become more focused and more intent on actually catching their nonverbal communications, their facial expressions, and really hearing the words deeply at that particular moment in time, no matter what the subject. So as Tolstoy says, get out of life more by thinking, by looking and listening deeply. Next thing from Tolstoy, here's a great one for failure and for uh, things that don't go our way. Nothing lasts forever. And how many times do we get disappointed and actually feel like it's the end of the world? I think as we get a little bit older, we, we hopefully stop thinking it's the end of the world. But who can remember the time when, you know, your first girlfriend didn't answer your call or your boyfriend or you lost the first game, or you lost the first three games of the league, or you turned up for training and it was throwing it down with rain, or five of your players didn't turn up, or you turn up for a business meeting and you forget your important documents. And at that particular moment in time, because we have, we have put a great importance on what it is we're doing, we think it's the end of the world. And, you know, wisdom and life teaches us that it's not the end of the world and things go round and even what appear to be the greatest disasters pass and things change and what was yesterday's news as somebody said is tomorrow's chip paper and if you don't understand that you're probably on the younger end of the the, the listeners um, but uh, ask somebody what it means but basically it means that everything changes and if today's not been great in your opinion don't worry because tomorrow there'll be something else. Okay, next one. Make sure you aim just to go along with life, to avoid overwhelm and do your work one baby step at a time. Now I'm holding my hand up here as somebody who honestly, and I think a lot of people who out there when I, when I perhaps look on social media and some of my contacts and friends and, and business associates, especially those who consider themselves to be choleric and driven and have the personality traits that push them on and are conscientious. It's easy to get into the state of overwhelm 
where you set yourself multiple targets or you set yourself big ambitions and you know there's so many hours it's only so many hours in a day and then things take as Murphy's Law says things take three times as long or ten times as long as you think they will I mean how many of you recognize that where you think right this today I'm gonna on my list is x y and z and you think I'll do x in the first hour I'll do y in the second hour then I'll do z in the third hour and you only even get to half of x because the computer slows down or somebody interrupts you or there's a mechanical breakdown or you can't understand something or anything life just gets in the way and instead of it taking two weeks it takes five weeks and then things back up and we haven't done this we haven't done this and we get more demands on us that's overwhelm and if you suffer with that you know there's a great philosophy about baby steps and you know allocating time and just completing one baby step at a time and reducing the pressure on yourself by giving yourself a little bit more leeway. It doesn't mean being soft. It doesn't mean not hitting targets. It's just having a realistic approach to life because not only then do you still move on and create momentum towards the things you want in life, you actually have a more happy and a peaceful existence, which for a long time eluded me and I often existed in this uh, kind of mild state of desperation trying to get to somewhere and life just passed you by in this mild state of desperation. I think it was uh, Thoreau who said, you know, most, most people live lives of quiet desperation and, you know, you've got to be careful that you don't just do that because, you know, all the, all the success and all the wealth and all the money and all the the achievement in the world won't won't help you if you live in that kind of kind of state it's just a, a crazy trade-off so um tolstoy implores us to do life just like nature at one step at a time great advice next one from tolstoy make sure you base your life on deeds not words this particular time of the year is a great one for people making new year's resolutions i'm going to do this in fact yesterday I was queuing up at an airport and there's a guy in front of me who turns around. I was just talking to my daughter on the telephone. The guy in the airport, when I finished the call, turned around to me. Very positive kind of guy from South Africa and very friendly and introduced himself in a queue, which nine times out of ten people don't, and started telling me about his life and what he'd done, what he was doing. And um, he went on to say, I am going to do this this year, and I am going to do that this year. And, you know, immediately in the back of my mind came the thought process, and this wasn't critical of him at all. It was, well, talk is cheap. And how many times have we all set goals and said things, I am going to do this. And it's a great thing to do. The great I am statement is a fantastic, don't get this wrong, don't get me wrong. This is a fantastic way of setting your targets and your goals and being positive, the I am statement. But it's all about the deeds, not the words. I am gonna go to the gym. Well, make sure you do go to the gym. I am gonna do this in training. Well, make sure you do. Even if it fails, if you do it, that's all that matters. It's about deeds, not necessarily words. Great wisdom from Tolstoy again. Okay, the, ne the next bit, here we go. Make sure that as far as possible, you live and work and do your work according to your own truth. You know, he's talking about here, what is your own philosophy? Now, it might not be, a f you might have to stick to guidelines. You probably do have to stick to 
to ways of doing things and protocols and safety advice, etc., etc., and a system systemization that, that your industry has. Of course we do. We all do that because they're probably there for the betterment of the world. Certainly your world and your environment. But what he's saying is make sure you stamp your own authority on it. Be you. You know, live it and do it and breathe it and talk it and and and, and act it in your own way because that's how you develop as a person and that's how you get the the the, the happiness out of what it is you're doing by being yourself. So make sure it's your work and it's something that you are personally proud of. And, uh, you know, a little story on that. I've said this quite a few times and it's a, just a great one. And um, one of my amazing mentors, a guy called Noel Blake, who I was lucky enough to work with on the, um, with the England under-19s. You know, I can't tell you the amount of times that myself and Blakey were the last ones out of the changing room in some country or uh, maybe in the UK and we were there with a black plastic bin bag and a shovel normally a one with a small handle and a broom that we'd had to go and find and there was Blakey the senior head coach and um, myself along with probably a couple of other people you know but it just often seemed to be me and Blakey who were there cleaning up the dressing room now I'm not saying this to say oh aren't we great blah 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 it was just our truth that was our truth. It meant an awful lot to Blakey and it meant an awful lot to me that we left that dressing room in at least as good a condition as we could possibly leave it without litter on the floor, without paper on the floor, without rubbish and bottles and everything else and everything tidied up. That's what we did. And no matter what, if the coach had to wait for us, the coach waited because that is what we did. And independently, we were both living our truth. And that's just a little tiny example of one way that in our working life, that's what we did. And it might be in a coaching session, you count the balls in. It might be that you give all your players a little bit of responsibility to do A, B, C, and D. You know, I don't know what it is, but that's just an example. So what is it that you do that stamps your authority on that, that when somebody looks at that and go, oh, I know who's done that. I know who belongs here because that's your trademark. You know, that's a little bit, a little bit of Leo Tolstoy. And uh, I think it's a wonderful bit. Okay, next one. Make sure that you are always growing and I think this is pretty much related to the make sure you are learning bit in that somebody said that you're never ever standing still you're either going backwards because you're complaining or you're moaning about something or you're being negative or you're criticizing or you're growing you're reading you're having a go at something you're doing your best you're in the arena you're doing your coaching you're doing your management you're doing your leadership you're doing your sales you you are doing your preparation you're doing your reviews you're making the phone calls whatever it is that makes your world and your business and your your system tick and moves you on to the next the next step it's it's you know, it's all about that growing. So doing things that make you grow. And, you know, it's such such an important part. You don't have to, to chunk, you can chunk it down to little tiny things and, and do one thing a day. You know, one of the things that has been a big thing for me is just as a little example is at the beginning of the year, I always like to find and there's lots of these around. You've just got to find the right ones for you. I just try and find a particular book. You know, one of those books that's got a lesson for every day of the year. Now, 
it doesn't have to be a book that's got January the 1st and here's the lesson January the 2nd. There's a good few of those about, a real good few of those about. And if you want uh, a recommendation, you know, just get in touch and I'll, I'll, I'll flirt you a couple off. And, but I find those really, really useful and they're a great way to start the day. Or even if there's a book that you want to read and you are a little bit overwhelmed by the size of it, just chunk it down and say, right, I'm going to read two pages of that every single day. If it's a 700 page book, you'll read it in a year. And if it's a powerful book, if it's something that, uh, as Ryan Holiday says, you know, don't try and read all, all the authors you've ever heard of. Just try and pick a few that actually mean something to you and go deeply into them. It'll make the world a difference. Yeah, so make sure you're growing, make sure you're studying your area so you can become the best practitioner you can possibly be. Here's a great one, getting towards the end of it now, here's a great one. This is uh, uh, a reminder from Tolstoy. It's something that I think Gandhi is, is re reported to have said. It said, be the change that you want to see. So, you know, don't necessarily be one of those persons, who, people who stand on a soapbox and barks orders and says, I want this, I want that, I want the other. The best way to do it is to actually be the example. And I've said this many times because I can hear myself saying it. It's, you know, what you, what you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you say. That means, look, you can say what you like, you can say it in whatever terms you like, but the example you set sends an emotional signal to me that tells me that you aren't doing that. So, you know, it's like with your, your children, isn't it? If you're lucky enough to have children uh, or people that follow you at work or, or in a, you're in a leadership capacity, you have to be the change. You have to be able to say with commitment, this is the way to do it. And if you haven't followed that path, then the, the words that you have will not resonate so deeply. So be the change that, that you want to see. Coming to the last couple of these, and this is again, this is another one that really resonates with me from Keith and David's book, Goldust. Make sure that you treat everybody the same. And Tolstoy talks about having the danger of having favorites and, and the danger of being nice, in inverted commas, with nice people, because people are only nice if you think they are nice. It's a subjective opinion. And we all get on with different types of people because we are all different types of people. We are all different personalities that resonate with different people. So what, who's nice and what's nice to one person isn't nice and is, is another man's poison. You know, one man's meat, as they say, is another man's poison. And um, it, it's all about taking everybody for what they are and remembering that at the end of the day, if we do good in the world, then it's all for the good of everything. If we do bad in the world, it just goes down the same road. So um, it's all about oneness. It's all about treating people the same. It's all about trying to get people to work together. It doesn't mean that people have to be moved aside. It doesn't mean that people don't have to be moved on. It doesn't mean you don't have to be you know, rigid sometimes in what you say and strong and say the right words at the right time and stick up for your principles and be tough as boots. doesn't mean that at all. It just means that, you know, together as one will achieve a thousand times more than one person on their own. And here's the last one. This is the last lesson of the last series from Leo Tolstoy. And I don't think it could be more poignant. Tolstoy implores us to acknowledge and embrace the power of now the power of now as you sit here or 
drive there or walking, whatever you're doing, the, the moment is now. And the only instant that we have that can impact tomorrow is this instant now. That when I talk about it now, is just gone as a different moment, as a different moment, as a different moment. How many of us live in the future? How many of us live in the past? And how many of us actually live in the present? So there we are. That's Leo Tolstoy's. It's not a bad. We got through that in just over twenty minutes. It's um, a twenty minute, a twenty minute whiz through Leo Tolstoy's coaching wisdom, episode twelve. I hope you've um, got something out of that. There should be at least twelve or fifteen real golden nuggets there that you've you've got out of that that um, you know if you just as I say just apply one of those in your life um, it might make all the difference and I often hope that when people are listening to this they will just hear one thing that that makes the difference for them at this particular moment in time so that's Leo Tolstoy's coaching wisdom episode 12 it finishes off the series and um, I say, if you haven't listened to the others, go back and uh, and listen to the others. And um, you know, you could even use that, couldn't you, as a as a, as a one one a day thing. So um, see how you go with that. All right, folks. Listen, as I always say, it's um, it, it's really humbling when I get the messages, and it's really humbling to be able to share these things. And uh, I do appreciate appreciate your time. If you know anybody else who'd benefit from this, some coaches who'd benefit from this wisdom, you want to pass it on, please feel free. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch up again. This episode is uh, sponsored. This particular episode is sponsored by Expert Apps. That's www.expertapps.online. They are a world-class app-producing company from England who are helping many, many professionals and many, many influencers actually achieve great things. Not only just on their social media, but allowing them to connect with their followers and their fans and the people that they influence and the people that they support on a completely different level. So if you are a a business owner, you are a coach, you are a leader, you are an influencer and you need a way to connect with your followers, your fans, your customers in a in a in a 21st, 22nd century way, in a brighter way that will give them so many opportunities to communicate with you then um, make sure you check them out so this episode is sponsored by expert apps and um, on that note i'll uh, say thanks very much always appreciate you listening and um catch you later bye-bye